This Alaskan woman lives in a very remote part of Alaska, and she's forced to fly to the grocery store. So let's get right into this. So a TikToker has gone viral, revealing what life is like in a rural part of Alaska. Selena Osworth, 25, hails from Port Osworth. Oh, wow. <laughs> Her last name is literally the last oh, the name of the place. That's crazy. Which has a population of about 200 residents. Oh, my God. That is so such like a low population, according to census figures. She collects her mail from an air taxi and endures an hour-long flight to the nearest grocery store more than 160 miles away. Now, I gotta say, like, buying your groceries, if you know that it's gonna be an hour-long flight to it, is gonna be interesting. So, for her 340,000 TikTok followers, she often posts videos showcasing the beauty of the state and the realities of doing mundane tasks in a remote slice of southwest Alaska. For example, she explained in an essay for Insider that she takes on a big grocery shop every three or four months. Buying fresh produce is a major challenge, she wrote. Well, see, like, here's the thing, right? Like, since you could only buy things for, like, every, like, basically in like three to four months in a time frame, do you just buy like frozen stuff or do you buy like canned stuff? Because like that's kind of like an interesting way to have to basically set up your grocery shopping, right? Because one, you got to plan ahead to cover the amount of time. Two, you also got to depend on like, like you got to like figure out like, okay, what type of food do I even want to buy and what can I even buy that would actually last that time frame, right? So if the weather is bad, it might be up to a week before the fresh items I purchase can be flown home, Osworth divulged, noting that a small carton of raspberries can cost $4 to $5 if it's shipped in from outside the state. Shopping for a remote lodge. Crazy. Because of this, I often ask myself if I should buy ripe bananas or green ones that might be ripe by the time I get to use them, but I usually just get a little bit of each. Stocking up on canned goods is essential, Osworth emphasized, so she typically purchases peaches, pears, corn, and green beans while keeping expiration dates in mind. She also relies on food that can be frozen like bacon, bagels, milk, shredded cheese, and lunch meat. While people in the lower 48 pack their groceries into their car and head home, Osworth said she has to haul her haul on a flight home. She says it can cost between $0.90 and $2.50 per pound for freight to be sent to her village. She's careful to pack delicate items like eggs and bananas in bubble wrap, and there's not often room for her groceries on her return flight, she disclosed, so her goods land on another plane. See, that's so crazy. Like, there's, like, so much prep work to try to just get groceries. Like, that is so insane. So in October, Oswald shared a video of her shopping trip to Costco in Anchorage, 
where she filled her cart with bagels, sweet potatoes, asparagus, cereal, ground sirloin beef patties, pepperoni, bacon, chopped salad, grapes, bananas, and more, to the tune of $422.35. Now, that's interesting because that's actually, like, if you, like, it sounds like a lot of money, right? But if you keep in mind that she basically buys in bulk to the extent of, like, three to four months of time frame, that might be, like, let's just say four months, right? So that's what, about, like, a little bit over $100 per month on groceries, that's actually not that bad, especially when you have to factor in that she has to actually spend money to get it flown to her place, right? So they're actually pretty smart with how they spend their money, which is insane. But I guess I, it makes sense because they just have to have so much prep work in just shipping their groceries. I'm glad to be set for the winner. She confided in the three-minute clip, which picked up 30,000 views. I'll get a lot more orders this winter just with the fresh stuff that I need because we go through that stuff fast, but now I'm set for a good while. Osworth says she works at her family's travel lodge, the farm lodge during tourist season, and at the Air's taxi service in the winter, and she also sells Alaska gifts in her Etsy shop, and the post reached out to Osworth for comment. Now here's the thing too, right? Like, if I was in her situation, living where she is living, like if I wanted to like live like that, I would do everything in my power to try to make my like income basically getting made from at home by any means necessary because one, the amount of hassle that she probably has to deal with, just traveling and all that kind of stuff, I'd probably try to keep that to a minimum where I'll just only do like groceries or I'll just like do it if I want to have fun or something because she must be in such like she has to be in such a remote location in Alaska for there to only be like 200 people there like that's so crazy right like so crazy let's see some of these comments so in the 1970s while at Owlsworth associated with work picture two runways Owlsworths in commercial. Runway not plowed, Osworth's folks and others pushing plane for takeoff. I'm in back of plane for ballast or ballast, no visibility, took this picture with camera over my head. Interesting. When you want to say how sick and tired of people you are without having to say it. People I know from the city don't get it. I got out at least in back to the country, not as bad as this, but close I guess. It's 14 miles one way to the closest store of any type, aka a gas station, 22 miles to a rural store, and since we shop twice a month, that means a trip to the store is an hour drive, and three at the store so half a day. We've gone without power, and that means water from the well for 11 days, we were iced in for 14, and we keep 50 gallon of gasoline here, generators, deep freezers, chest type that stay cold a long, long time, food grade buckets of dry goods, beans, rice, pasta, and folks that visit from the city don't understand why we need this stuff when it's a five minute trip to the store. Water is never off, power loss is a few hours at worst, 
In road, the icing is done before the coffee in the morning. Modern life has spoiled a lot of people, and not for the better. Now, here's the thing, right? Like, this is all basically from like Mr. Sladden or whatever on this comment section. The way that this person's living is like a personal choice, right? And there's nothing wrong with choosing to live this type of life, but you have to make sure that it makes sense for you financially, right? And what I mean by this, like people don't really factor in whether or not they want to like live in a city or go super rural on the other extreme, like the cost associated with choosing to live those types of lifestyles, right? For example, if you were to choose to live like in the main city location, like in an apartment or like in a house that's like basically close to downtown, well, it's going to be super expensive in general just to buy the property or buy the apartment or pay for the rent or whatever, right? Like the living costs are going to be so much more expensive, right? But if you go towards the super rural thing, financially speaking, it's not really going to be that expensive, but the amount of time loss can be viewed as expensive, right? Because you're basically taking out a whole day just to run some sort of errand, like to go to the grocery store, to fill up your car with gas, etc. By the way, the also issue with like living in a super rural area is that unless you have a reliable source of income coming basically weekly, monthly, whatever, like a pension or retirement, whatever of the sense, or if you're not having money coming in from like an at-home job, if you get fired or if you lose your job for whatever reason or something happens to your vehicle where you can't get to work, that becomes a massive, massive issue because you can't just call like an Uber to go to work, right? It is a massive issue. But if that same situation happened in like the city or close to it or like a suburb, well, guess what? You could just call an Uber until something, you get the problem fixed, right? Or you could find another job, etc. So it's just something to think about. Like people never really factor in the different types of costs that might come up with different living styles. Let's see. This is a little too extreme for me. As an older person, I worry about getting medical care. Sounds like it could be days or a week for her to reach help. Okay, when you're young, but not for most people. See, like, here's the thing. For me, I think the ideal situation would be living more in a rural area, but be like maybe 15 minutes from like a nearby store or something like that, right? So like maybe like the area that your place specifically is at, it's kind of rural, maybe you got some land, privacy, that sort of thing. No HOAs because those are such a pain in the butt. But you're still close enough to a drive or close enough to like a somewhat suburb city kind of thing so that if something were to happen and you only got like one car and that car breaks down, you could like hire an Uber or something to that equivalent or pay for a taxi where you could just go and still do stuff if you need to get it done without necessarily worrying too much like, oh crap, now I'm just completely stuck at my house with no help, right? 
because I see that as like a pretty big issue, which again, a lot of people don't really factor in. Like, for example, like I have a family member that the closest thing to them is like an hour away, like the closest thing. If something happens, they're kind of screwed. Now, the good thing is they got family living pretty close to them, but like, it's like an hour away. Like, that ain't good. <laughs> like, bad things can happen. So it's just something to really think about, you know? By the way, if you want to learn how I got out of debt and grew my net worth, go down below. Stay tuned for financial news commentary, news commentary. And feel free to give your thoughts as to how you would live your life. Would you live the type of lifestyle that this Alaskan lives her life? Who knows?